When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Got What's up, everyone? <laughs> I always know when I'm on your show, man. Don't do this. To me. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> I always know. Don't do this, man. <laughs> this is um. Where oh, somebody can have bad luck, it's sure you, man. Yeah. And uh, but I you know. forgot my pimp hat. I should have brought my pimp hat. Yeah. What you you throwing pins? You throwing needles tonight? I don't know, man. You put uh, Hollywood accused the patch pimp, and I should have brought my hat, my cane, everything. Oh, your pimp hat. I thought you yeah, said my pimp. Pin pad. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you saw the video I saw. Oh, my goodness. Actually, really, really, I didn't because usually I don't look at the smaller channels because what they're trying to do is get you to channel bang with them. That way your subscribers go over to them and blah, blah, blah. And besides, he's in a different niche. He's in the prison niche. We're in the, you know, the MC niche, news niche, all that type of stuff. So the op opinions really don't matter to me. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I've, I've heard you say that before. Uh, but, you know, as as much as we have this 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 bronze skin, this this bronzed by fire skin, because uh, I think everybody that has a that has a channel uh, that has any kind of uh, uh, notoriety to it, I think I don't care who you are. I think you you go through it. But uh, would you say that it it's still the the pin is prickly? Would you say it still hurts a little bit, or are you just so hard and you don't give a damn? Nah, man. Opinions like that really don't get to me. Uh, the one thing you have you have to be intelligent about your argument you can't be a hypocrite all over the damn board from what i've been hearing and i think the one of the reasons why i came on today is individual went after mooch and after i heard about what he did to mooch i was like man that's messed up you know calling him a patch jumper and stuff like this this man was a high-ranking officer with the mongols motorcycle club for 14 years you don't go after somebody like that but, you know, get back to this uh, patch pimp. And me and you've discussed it a lot. Actually, uh, we've had legal troubles with it. And I think it's time to really put it out there once and for all. Why we put the patches of a club on a thumbnail. We have to address that. And by the way, everybody else does it, but we have to do it for a legal reason. There's something called DMCA out there. You to look it up. It's a digital copyright deal. When we use a story in our article, we go through something that is, yes, fair use, but we also can face a DMCA. Where because you are, a, you are a, an actual news agency. Yeah, we're registered as news, all that stuff. When we use that story, and this goes towards you, too. We have to have a visual representation of the article that is being used in that video. That if you ever go through any of my videos, 
and you go into the description box, you'll see like a 1500 to 2000 word disclaimer on there and the laws that we, you know, go under. So the patch pimping stuff is like, it's old because we go by different standards than these other YouTubers go by. We can get hit by major news organizations for using their stuff if we don't follow the rules. And right. I've know, uh, I've discussed it with, with you. You, you can be, nope, now get that hold, on, hold on. Uh, try it now. Keep going. Get there. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm back. Uh, you went through what three incidences of DMCA? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And yes, it, it's a pretty serious deal when you're issued one of these things because you got to get your attorneys involved and all that type of stuff. But I take that as people not knowing what the hell they're talking about because they're different platforms. Yes, you can get opinions and stuff like that on these news stories, but you got to follow the law to the T. Well, this ain't going out there and giving the finger to the man. No, this is business stuff. Well, let's let's I, I wanted to I wanted to play. Um several ex excerpts of his video for you and then ask you your response. Unfortunately, uh, tech, we're not working technically, whatever. When I tried to pull it up just now, it's throwing all this feedback. So I got to complain with the software company. I I'm probably going to, you've been getting me to try to switch over to StreamYard. I think this is my last go around with this restream. I'm done with it. But anyway, um, I left. yeah, because, uh, you know, you look unprofessional and we didn't do anything, and all of a sudden it's not working. But that's a that's a different thing. I wrote down uh, earlier the stuff that uh, he said. So, uh, unfortunately, audience, you just have to go see it on his channel that if you want to actually hear it. But I can. Um, I, I'm just going to ask you questions for your response based on many things that he said. So one of the first things that he said was um, that he had a lot of experience. Uh, come up in the motorcycle life or whatever before he went to prison at, at uh, 17 years old, I believe, in which he did 38 years in the penitentiary. He didn't say for what particularly, but um, uh, he he went there a long time. And I guess uh, if you're in the prison genre, you probably have been following his channel enough to know why he went and those things. And, you know, I, I never try to skip genres. Like me going over to somebody's genre, telling them, you know, what would I say uh, to somebody about prison? Uh, and I've never spent more than six <laughs> six hours in jail for a speeding ticket. So, you know, <coughs> I don't <coughs> have anything to say towards that. But I, I do realize that he said that he had spent a lot of time and, and has some sort of a background uh, with motorcycle clubs. So one of the first things he said was that your um, news, you know, he said, uh, you know, you, you come on as biker news, biker news, and you're not biker news. What you are is mainstream narrative. You give the government, law enforcement, and media narrative, and not biker news at all. Uh, primarily, one of the reasons is because you're not there when the stories come out. You're not there. So you're not breaking any news. So how do you answer that, uh, your mainstream <laughs> narrative and law enforcement narrative? 
How do you? Well, here, here, here's the problem with that. Anybody who's ever listened to the show knows I'm not the most liked by Leo uh, because I do do that pushback on him. I got to get it to where people get a biker sense of what's going on because especially with these news stories, a lot of these guys are getting busted up, rounded up. And I always go to the fact that, Hey, you got to reach that jury pool before Leo does. Cause that's what they're doing. They're trying to get a narrative out on the news wires for potential jurors. It's nothing but for that. That's why you see a lot of these trials where, they use the motorcycle club instead of putting the person on trial, they put their club on trial. So these news reports, as soon as they come out, if you don't have any pushback on them at all from anywhere, the jury pool is already tainted. So you also got to let citizens know that, hey, these are a few individuals that don't represent the entire club. Let, let me cut in on you. Let me cut in on you because I want to get to his point. His point is, or the point he made was by you covering that story, you are regurgitating mainstream media narrative and law enforcement narrative. Is that true or is that not true? And how are you not doing that if it's not true? How am I not doing that? Well, for one, when you have a story that can go worldwide with one click of the button off of the AP news uh, wire or Reuters go unchallenged, I don't think that's regurgitating anything. That's trying to put another side of the story out because MCs don't come out to the mainstream media to put their side of the story out. So there's guys like you and I that are going to try to push back on it. Now there's some stories we can't push back on because they were stupid, but at the same time, you got to try to let people know, Hey, this ain't an entire club doing this. This is just a few individuals, just like how we cover the cops. Hey, if you want to use that, uh, bad apple uh, type of deal then why isn't it that cops get away with it doing the same stuff that these individuals do so when you first come on you read the story you read the story like it is mm -hmm. why do you, you have read the story like it is uh, is that putting out the government narrative i mean you read the story exactly like it is you we are under different type of laws if we're using their news article that is a copyrighted article meaning they own the rights to that article. And in order to claim fair use and not get a DMCA strike, you have to read it verbatim. Then you can give your opinions. So in reading their story, you put out what's out there. In giving your opinion, you put out what you used to call, you used to have a show called The Biker Angle. So Yeah, you get the pushback after you do that. So... Um, so then <coughs> you would <coughs> fiercely contest that you don't do that. You, you're not pushing the LEO narrative. No, <laughs> I actually push back against Leo. Um, I remember you used to have your wall of shame. 
Mm-hmm. What was that all about? Wall of Shame is, hey, these cops are... I wanted to beat the narrative that everybody in an MC was bad. <laughs> so what I would do is every time there was an individual charged with, say, drug dealing, I would go and find a cop that was busted for drug dealing, too. Right. You know, don't be throwing stuff at everybody else when your own people are doing it. Right. And especially, you know, you have ATF out there, DEA, FBI, all them type of people that are putting good working people on public uh, trial for who they're associated with, with no pushback. So that's why I started the wall of shame. And so, uh, to, that was absolutely, I mean, it really made you a pariah among police officers. They really oh, hated they hate, my, they hate my guts. So, uh, um, yeah, I was just curious about that. Um, next question. He was very uh, bothered by the... Uh, well, first of all, what experience he's got? He was 17 years old. I don't know any 17-year-old kid that has any experience with MCs. You might have hung around them but you don't got no experience of what the culture is about. Then you went 38 years in the joint. You did your time. You did what you had to do. You paid your debt to society. Nothing to brag about. That's what I got to say. One of the things that he was upset about was your coverage of little Dave and your uh, bringing people in to speak this, that, or the other. Um, He felt like you really gave too much attention to it. He felt like um, you, you didn't really have a right to speak on it. What do you, what do you, what's your pushback to that? Well, it's actually, that's funny. I had no right to push back on it when a motorcycle club is out there getting slaughtered in the media, everybody knowing that he can't, they can't talk. And if you're going to do a story like that, you got to present all sides of the story. And I know that a lot of people didn't like seeing Mooch on the program, but I said to myself, you know what? I asked him to come on to the show because I wanted somebody else out there that gave a different opinion than what I had on the story to give it well-rounded type of feeling to it so everybody could see all sides of the story. Some people don't like that. But as far as that story's concerned with little Dave, it was huge because you had coalitions given tens of thousands of dollars to that cause. Then you had this information that came out, which by the way, That one was funny. I was vindicated. That court didn't say none of that stuff. But anyway. So who are you to be talking about this? Why? Why you? I mean, should you just shut the hell up? That's that's what you've been been basically told. Like who died and made you the purveyor of news? Purveyor of news. I don't know. It, It started out in the late 90s. And it was done by a lot of other organizations. Then, you know, we had a good, you know, guy, you know, me and him didn't see eye to eye and everything, but you had, uh, agent rebel 
mm-hmm. that was really trying to give a voice to the clubs. And with the platform that I have, I have one of the top 1.5% in the world of on a podcast platform that was able to be able to get the club's side of the story out just yesterday, you know, cause we call it retro Saturdays where I replay some of the interviews I've done where we were talking about the Waco twin peaks thing. And we had Richard Luther on there, you know, he's passed on. He was a Kazakh that was at that deal, sad deal. And then we had chaos. He's dead too. But we were able to get the word out from a club's perspective. And a lot of the clubs really like to be able to do that. We'll have an official statement from one of the clubs tomorrow. But you've received one. I received that thing behind me. That's a 2019 uh, Entertainer of the Year for NCOM. That's National Coalition of uh, Motorcycle Clubs. All the majors are with them. So you think we would have heard something by now? Um, who was the patch jumper he was talking about that you interviewed? I, I didn't particularly. Patch jumper was Mooch. How are you going to, you know what, whatever the problem with their club is, is Mooch and his, or Mooch and the clubs. You cannot sit here and call a guy who was in the freaking the mighty Mongol nation. For 14 years, a patch jumper. How are that's just ignorance? Yeah, there's times when people go to a different club. You've talked about that on your MC protocol stuff. But to come out against Mooch like that, come on. No matter what your feelings are about him or the little Dave situation, him being friends with them, you can't take away for what he did uh, for the club for the 14 years he was there you're talking about yeah he was a high-ranking uh, person with uh one of the top motorcycle clubs in the world to call him a patch jumper nobody knows what happened behind the scenes with him and his club who cares but you're damn right i'm gonna get an opposite opinion of right. what i think <laughs> if not i might as well just be cnn to be as fair and balanced as you, as you can be. Uh, I ask you guys to forgive me. You guys know I'm getting over this COVID stuff, so it makes me cough. I apologize for that. I hate that. Um, what do you say to the claim that because you 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 didn't you weren't there for the story uh, and you got it off the wire? That means that uh, that that you're not um, your news isn't worthy. You weren't there for the story, so all you're doing is perpetuating what other people said. I mean, is that how wires work? Do, do other organizations use wires? <laughs> CNN gets all their stuff. Fox news, CBS, get us all their news off the wire. Everybody gets their news from either AP or Reuters, every news organization from local to national. So not every news organization is in every spot. Let me ask you this. Do you break any news? Man, we've broke news with uh, the trial that was going on with little Dave. We go back. We were doing extensive coverage with Waco Twin Peaks. And we covered uh, where the clubs wanted us to get stuff out. So, yeah. Um, 
one of the things uh uh one of the the things that was said was that you tend to focus all of your news negative news coverage on a uh, a few clubs on the west coast and not really any negative news coverage on any clubs on the east coast most especially your former club or clubs around your neighborhood or something like that uh are they in the news that's a that's a tough accusation what how do you how do you are they in the news that's the question you got it are they in the news when they are in the news we cover them have you but uh, if they're not in the news <coughs> you know me and you've talked about that before hey if they're not in the news they're not in the news <coughs> well, absolutely but we but we do uh provide pushback a ton of it for anybody in the news here's another really tough one um and uh uh i don't mean any disrespect by asking you this but um i, I think this was tough and very personal so uh you say you were in a club uh, and you got out because of epilepsy but if you have epilepsy why are you still riding motorcycles and it's, um, called, it's called medication, dumbass. Don't shoot the messenger. Uh, no. Uh, and the next, the next question is, um, uh, the question was made about your former club that, uh, it was just a support club. Uh, go up and, to one of them and say that. Okay. And, uh, there was a, there was a accusation that maybe you didn't leave the club because of epilepsy. Um, and I remember hearing you say you left the club because you were, didn't want to be riding in the pack and, and have a, a seizure and take the club out the half a pack out. Uh, the, the accusation was made that perhaps it was because you just couldn't make the big leagues. <laughs> Okay, you know what? I'll put it down to you like this. 100%. I'm going to ask you a question first. Before. What? I'm going to ask you a different question. Um No, no, you you tell that and then I'll ask you the next question. I'm stepping on you. I shouldn't. That's not good practice. Say what you were going to say. I was 53 days away from patch. 53 oh. days when the it started up. So now I'm going to ask you a, a rumor. And uh, you can you can verify it or you don't. Oh, wait have a second, Brandon. AOA has been in the news a few times for some really bad things. Never heard anything. You must be blind. Go ahead. So I'm going to ask you this question because um, rumor has it that you have made the big leagues. Rumor has it that you are actually in a one percent motorcycle club. Um, and so um, is that you know you want to you care to answer that. I don't talk about that kind of stuff. I never will. Uh, insane throttles business, my personal stuff. I don't talk about, uh, especially, uh, since I'm not the most liked by the cops. So yeah, yeah. no, I, I mean, if it's true that you, uh, are a one percenter, how big would insane throttle be if, uh, you changed your title to Hollywood one percenter? I mean, that would be some real patch pimping right there. A lot of channels do that. I'm not yeah. going to be making money off of, uh, no, that's not, 
One percent this, one percent or that, one percent or this, one percent or that. You could just have video after video, one percent or one percent or one percent or one percent or. Not me, man. It's not just not me. I don't talk about that kind of stuff, man. <laughs> um, yeah. Just wondering. That, I mean, to put you on the spot, we got to throw the tough questions out here, you know. Oh, don't worry. I'll get you on my show, and I'll really hate you. <laughs> yeah, turning about is fair play. This you know, you gotta remember, I, I, I'm the guy who gets hell because I say, "Why the hell are you putting pictures of your club or your yourself in a patch up on your social media? All you have uh, the cops, all they have to do is sit back, put their feet up on the damn desk. That's mm-hmm. all they have to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I ain't gonna talk about that kind of stuff on the internet, man. Um, what everybody else does is on them, but I don't mix, you know, cause insane throttle is a registered media publication deal. I'm not going to bring that kind of stuff in, you know, the public spotlight. It's none of their business. So let me ask you this. Um, bikers behind bars, you, uh, you've mentioned it. Uh, he took, uh, umbrance to that, that he, why are you talking about bikers behind bars? You've never been behind bars. You don't know what the hell even that that thing is anything all about or anything like that. So, no, it's funny. Uh, NCOM, they send out. Are you saying that NCOM's bikers behind bars that's been around since the mid 90s, they shouldn't be sending out all the news to the guys that are locked up right now? Is that what he's saying? Bikers behind bars have been around since the mid-90s with NCOM. It used to be called NCOC. They actually still send out that newsletter. That's what it's called, Bikers Behind Bars. Well, why were you talking about it? In what context were you mentioning Bikers Behind Bars? I think it's a beautiful deal that NCOM's doing for those that were in a club that got locked up and keeping them in the loop. I think it's, you know, I'll promote it 110% because I believe in it. Because I I remember when you first talked about it, uh, when we were talking about starting a magazine again, Mm -hmm. I remember you talked about it in terms of expanding it and making it free uh, to get even more people. That that's what I remember. Do you not remember that? say it again you broke up you were talking about expanding it and if you know when we were talking about starting that magazine you were talking about yeah we could expand bikers behind bars and work with uh with uh i guess it was income and uh get it out to even more people do you remember saying you remember that i do because i believe just because somebody goes behind bars don't mean they have to lose touch with the lifestyle i think income is bringing that out beautiful They've been doing that over 30 years. And that just shows the ignorance of not knowing this side of the aisle. He might be great in the prison genre, but you got to know something when you're doing this kind of stuff. You got to know that there's stuff going on behind the scenes. And you can attest to this one that we never tell people. We never tell people a lot of stuff that we know that's going on. Oh, you, yeah, yeah. <coughs> a lot of the stuff that 
goes on in the background of the stories, I know that uh, I know there's stories that you won't print. If no, they, there's uh, stories I won't print. Uh, if they uh, aren't, I I know a lot of stories that you refuse to to be in on. I think uh, I think if you're going to have a biker angle, that um, I don't know Hollywood. Are you dangerous? Are you perpetuate all the negative? There's a lot of negative that you cover. A lot of negative that you cover. As do, do you. Do, as do I. But we're talking about you right now. <laughs> if it bleeds, it leads, man. He said, he said, put out positive stuff. Stop I do. Put out positive stuff. And tell me what happens when you do a week's worth of uh biker uh charities giving toys to kids what happens to the ratings well you know what i include those in the news bikers doing good or clubs doing good that's usually the first stories that i do and then i go into a main story because you said something it bleeds it leads what does that mean if it bleeds it leads that's what our people are looking for we're here we're not experts. Well, at least I ain't. We're here to entertain. We're here to present the news. If you don't think news is, is an entertaining, then, you know, I don't know what to tell you. But there are a lot of opportunities to push back on some stuff. And you've even talked about it where if I put up, you know, a thousand people showed up for Toys for Tots, nobody's watching. You know, we've gone back and forth about But that. if you put up a shootout at a Las Vegas bar between two bike clubs, um, it's going to be, you, you know, 30, 40, 50,000 views or whatever the case may be. So right. you have a boss and that boss is the people that are watching your uh, feeds. Yeah, the bosses are the the subscribers. They're the ones who are our boss. And for those that, you know what, because the money thing comes up, I laugh my ass off every time somebody says, well, you're doing it for views for the money. To those morons, do you actually know what the hell we get paid? You guys think we're some kind of freaking uh, Tupac Shakur or something like that, that is making a living off of YouTube. That's the furthest from the truth. You cannot live off of what the hell YouTube pays. You, would, you need to do your research. I would love to pull up the, uh, they've got this channel that shows how much each each uh, channel makes. I'd love to pull that up and show what it says your channel makes. It's sad. Yeah, you know, you can tell them. Um, Go ahead and tell them if you want. They can look it up. It's public knowledge. Well, I mean, I think if I, they really think that we're doing this for the money. Tell them what the what we're making. Everybody thinks YouTube's gonna make your living. You're stupid if you try to do this. Well, for I money. mean, there are people that make their living from YouTube. Uh, yeah, but you got to have at least five hundred thousand to a million subscribers with hardcore views to make any kind of money. So this is the, this is the thing for, oh, well, here's the thing for my channel. It says that I make $7,900, $493 to $7,900 a year. That's what it says my channel makes. 
your channel, it says, makes, uh, I looked up some of the channels today. It says you make $11,000 a year, between $700 and $11,000 a year. So I, I'm just. That's about right. I'm just uh, curious to know where the the tons of money off of YouTube is coming from when people say that. Uh, how much did it cost for that studio you got in there? <laughs> uh, about 55000 Yeah, that microphone. Oh, the microphone? You're looking at 400 bucks right here. And the microphone stand. <laughs> the microphone stands another 100 What about those tiles on the back back there? Oh, those tiles, those are professional quality uh, audio right there, man. That's a lot of money behind me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and Gio is right. A 16-year-old working at McDonald's part-time makes more than us. Uh there's a passion you got to have to do this. Um, I I looked up uh, his channel as well. Um, you know, it's not making much money either. So I don't know if you. What happens, BD, is you get all the the know-it-alls, cheerleaders that think they know what we're doing and who we're communicating with, and they got egg on their face. Because they really don't know nothing of what we're doing. So, um, uh, do you really think we'd be doing this going on uh, YouTube for five, six years if the clubs were fucking fuming at us? I think that, um, that would be difficult. <laughs> I think it'd be difficult. Um, I know that in my own particular case, many, many, many top clubs will call to put out information. What about for you? Do it all the time. They do it all the time. And when I go to get off record comments about news stories that I do, one of the first things they say is, yeah, he was a moron. He made us look stupid. It wasn't us that did it. At least we give them pushback, but that's the first thing that always comes to cut. Uh, yeah, he made us look stupid. Thanks for uh, putting uh, what you did out there, though. I get a lot of thank yous, <laughs> and I know you do too. But unfortunately, those thank yous are never put out publicly because most of the time when you talk, the first thing is, hey, you know, this is off the record. Uh, they have to protect their integrity, but they, folks would never know who you're in touch with. And I don't want them to, because I've always said that I pride myself on when I have a conversation with somebody, it's off record. And I mean, it's off record. You know, if I ever got subpoenaed or something like that to uh, try to give up sources and stuff, I'd be sitting in jail because I ain't giving it up. I believe that is the first thing of journalistic integrity you got to have is not giving up your sources, even if it means you take the shit, you get hit with all the crap with, you know, you're trying to make money off of this. You're trying to do this. You're trying to do that. I don't care about that as long as the clubs are happy. And yeah, I'm accused all the time. You're always covering for them or you're always taking their side. Yeah, I'm taking their side. 
because nobody else will. Not this time. You're accused of taking law enforcement side this time. <laughs> Ain't that the thing? When people get pissed, they want to throw something like that out, even though how ignorant that is if you go through our whole setup. <laughs> so this thing about uh, your face tattoos and all your tattoos, what what's up with, with all that, man? Um, that, that was uh, made an issue. Yeah, your whiny, nasally-ass voice, too. Well, he sounds like freaking Upart, you know, <laughs> you want me to tell you, you know, uh, see, that's the thing you're, you're speaking on stuff you don't know about. And that just shows pure ignorance. It, it's like, they want me to care about the opinion, which I don't. So what are you going to do tomorrow differently? Uh, that you didn't do because one of the things that he did say is that he knows quite a few bikers that really in clubs that really don't like your coverage. And, um, uh, you know, maybe you should get a boot, uh, on your neck. Is that, is he speaking for the club? Uh, he didn't say that, uh, but uh, he did say that he, he knew sure that. sounds like he's, you know, trying to speak for the club. You know, that can be confirmed. What are you going to do different tomorrow with your news coverage? Uh, not a damn thing. You're not going to be more positive. You're not going to cover more positive stories. I mean, does something like this, does it hurt you? Does it affect you? Does it make you rethink? Does it make you examine yourself? Examine myself for what? That I got a nut or something? No. <laughs> you think, you know what? I I actually said this in a previous video. I love it when they hate because I watched the spikes in the analytics. Yeah, you did say that. They're actually sending more people over to me. I think I got 500 off of that one uh, softball interview that that one did with Little Dave. 500 people came over. You really think I care? Keep keep the hating going. Well, they say often that uh, you, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't doing something right. Mm. Heard that before. And like uh, Quain did, he says, yes, he did. He was speaking like these various club guys were confiding in him personally. Well, you know, then the officers would have got a hold of me and let me know. That's how this works. I don't... <laughs> We have rules on insane throttles that you have to be authorized to speak for a club for us to take anything. That is true. That is true. Um, people don't get to just hand you stuff. You every every time uh, somebody from a club comes with something, you make sure they go through their uh, uh, through through their uh, officer corps. I I do know that for a fact. I've seen you do it. So. Um, Bottom line, do you think you're doing a service to the motorcycle club community, uh, especially the one percenters and stuff that tend to be in the news the most often? Or do you think your news coverage is doing a disservice? And why did you start it? And I, you might have answered this before, but what, what were you trying to, to get at when you started it in the first place? Well, this was 2011, man. We were trying to uh, give clubs a voice. And as far as doing damage, well, that's not what we hear from the actual clubs themselves. It's more supporters 
and independence that you hear from instead of the clubs themselves. You know that. Well, I don't know, man. Um, it's um, it's part of uh, the it's part of the territory. You got to have really thick skin when you do uh, what it is that um, you're doing, what you've been mm-hmm. doing for a long time. I think you might have been like the first quote unquote biker news guy. No, nah, uh, we had uh, Agent Rebel was out there before me, a long time before me. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, but was he? Did he have a YouTube? presence no man no. he uh he had the blog that the, the youtube man didn't come till 2017 for me but 2011 <laughs> he had the blogs that was the thing back then yeah you had uh you had elgin aging rebel you had one percenter biker news remember those guys they're still out there uh i see their stuff i uh, haven't seen it up there's a, and i you know what the i'm not going to mention the name or the club but one of the most popular uh, biker news sites ran by a major one percenter of a major uh, club, a worldwide club. But a lot of people don't know that either. Well, man, I, so, uh, so are they hurting the club scene? Uh, well, they're running the same stories, same articles. Yeah, exact same ones. Uh, but I think they're doing it on a blog, not a not as a. Uh... Uh, let me see though are you gonna do anything different now uh no 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 all right what you're interviewing me now (laughs) well you know let's turn the tables a little bit here give them a really interesting deal you asked me that question why do you feel like i should have to change I don't feel like you should have to change. Uh, I'm I'm asking you, are you going to change? Do you do you? I mean, when you see something like that, does it bother you uh, personally? Does it? No. Does it? Because uh, I don't know the dude. I don't care about the opinions. You know, he seems like a good guy. He did his time. It seems like he's proud that he did 38 years. Cool, awesome. That you, you know what? If you want to spend your life in the joint. And come out the other side, that's on you, man. But the opinion really don't matter to me when, one, if you're not been around the lifestyle to know it, if you just went and bought a motorcycle, you're not, come on. And two, you really don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Don't speak like you do. I'm not going to sit here and get channel banging because that's boring. You know, it takes. Been through that. <laughs> uh, me and the Chuck Giants wars was uh, just amazing, wasn't it? Uh, oh, it was a waste of freaking time. Mm-hmm. Um, we got but one guy. Uh, at yeah. least from us, you're gonna get it. In you're gonna get opinions that are coming from people like you. We're not CNN. We're not Fox News. That's gonna try to blow air up your butt. We're gonna give it the way it is, and. If you do this business, you're going to piss people off because some of the stuff we can't freaking stand behind if they do some stuff like, the, you know, some stories we covered. We were like, I can't stand behind them on that one. Yes. So, uh, my uh, a question from Bolo. Uh, 
Question for you, Hollywood. What do you want? Oh, it would disappear now that I'm asking. What do you, uh, oh my goodness. Where'd it go, Bolo? Question for you, Hollywood. What would you like uh, for listeners to take away from tonight's interview? Yeah. What What would would I like them to take away? Well, for one, don't be ignorant. Meaning, you have a lot of supporters or you have a lot of people that are not in the know that's going on with what we're doing to actually speak like you do, you know, especially this patch pimping stuff. You have so many creators and I'll ask dragon. Yes or no. Do you have all these creators that use the patches? Asking you buddy. Well, not only do they use the patches, but they use the stories like um, every other story will start off with one uh, percent or this, one uh, percent or that, one percent or this, one percent or that, one percent or this. Because honestly, those are the stories that make the most money. You know, people, uh, the 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 folks that um, the folks that that watch. Those are the most, those are stories that make the most money. Those are stories that get the most interviews. Those are stories that get the most views. And, and it all goes hand in hand. Uh, yeah, money is made. There's an exchange of money that is being made. But um, hell, um, Goodyear makes money off the patch. Everybody comes in and buys a tire. Oil companies make money. Uh, CNN makes money. Motorcycle clubs themselves make money. I mean, uh, uh, why wouldn't you make money doing something that you love? But selling the patch, pimping the patch is a completely different thing. And to me. Agreed. And one of the reasons why we have to have that was the visual representation of the article in our story. We're legally, legally, we have to do this stuff. So we're not getting sued. Where those others that are doing it go after them because they have no legal reason whatsoever to be using it where we have to abide by what we have to abide by. Meaning if you see a patch of a club on one of my thumbnails, that story is going to be in that video. Absolutely. Well, that club's going to be there. Because I have to visually represent the article that I'm using in there. Well, I think we're getting a bit repetitive and there's no need to talk this to death. I think we've made the points we want to make. (coughs) You said what you had to say. And um, (coughs) I guess we can look forward to you continuing to cover. uh, Yeah, I'm not interested in channel banging with anybody. It gets boring for the people. It takes away from what you're trying to do and it just causes stupidity for the creators because you got people going back and forth, back and forth. And it's like, it's the drama. Yeah. Like a tennis court match. And yeah, we've done that early in our, in our careers. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons I wanted to talk to you is because I didn't want to see uh, the whole, you know, you come up with this big spectacular video next week and then it goes back and forth and stuff like that can escalating silliness you know one thing i can say about uh and it's kind of personal the prison genre and that's a different audience than i have 
But if you're asking me about it, don't glorify it. it you know, to be honest, and everybody who knows me knows, I got a kid doing 30 years for homicide right now. When he gets out, he has no damn life. That's nothing to be proud of. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I, I know when you went through that, and I, I felt very, very bad for you because it was a very bad thing for you. Um, but uh, I will say, though, if I if I uh, was getting ready to have to go someplace like that, I'd be trying to look at every channel I could. But I do sure. hate it that I do hate it that, uh, you know, there, there, there was a way. I mean, um, uh, you know, our phone numbers are so on here for everybody to see. If you if you don't like something, you can always just pick up the phone. Um, People don't do that anymore, man. It's all about hits and. You know, if they want to make that change, let them make the change, man. I appreciate you coming on my show tonight, man. Uh, next time, hopefully it's a more positive show. You're going to have a good Christmas. I thought, was, I thought it was a positive show. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, I just don't, I, 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 you know, for me, I hate those things. Uh, folks make those about me and I hate them. I don't like them. So, well, you know what? You got to start looking at it as, Hey, they make them about you. They're going to drive people to you. See, I'm a little different. I, I want everybody to like me. I guess that's not possible, huh? Well, I mean, why wouldn't everybody like me? <laughs> you are a good guy, man. I know everybody's not going to like your ass. That's not possible. But <laughs> Oh, hell no, man. See, you present the news in a different way than I do. I think... You put a different light than I do on it, I guess I'm saying. That's why they like you more. Yeah, well, uh, I got some haters out there, too. Don't don't get it twisted. But you know what? To, uh -huh. you know what? To hardcore intentions I w or hard intentions, whatever it is, I wish you the best of luck and Merry Christmas, man. It is what go. it is. There you go. Hey, listen, man. Thanks for showing up, man. We've got an hour on here. No need to talk to us to death. Hey, man, you take care. Have a good Christmas with the, with the wife and everything. You guys will be on tomorrow morning. Uh, yeah, we got something big coming from a club, so make sure you guys watch.